Hello, and welcome to the Pack Mag Parents Podcast, your place to laugh and learn. Everything we do is to make the lives of everyday parents easier. Without further ado, let's welcome our hostess with the mostess, Bree James. Well, hello, Bree James back with you, and welcome back to another episode of the Pack Mag Parents Podcast. Now, this one we're talking about money. It's so important. Money makes or breaks our lives sometimes. It's, you know, a really great thing to be able to get control of. But sadly, many of us don't get in control of our money and learn about money until we have money and we lose money and we're much older. But it plays such an important role in our lives. Why don't we know the basics around investments and compound interest and all those sorts of things when we're younger? So this episode is all about what we can teach our children so they learn the importance of money at a young age and don't make the same mistakes we did or maybe our parents did in their future. So on today's episode, I'm going to chat to author and money expert Jai Hobbs about how we can help our children understand the concept of money and help them manage their income to benefit them in the future. Let's get him on Zoom. It's time to get to class. So tell me, Jai, what age should parents be discussing money management with their child? Because, you know, do we start early? Do we wait till they've got money? Like, when should we be discussing it? Oh, I think the, the concept, Brie, is as early as possible is best. So personally, I think somewhere around about five to six years old, as soon as kids can get a grasp on what money is, what the function of money is for, um, a lot of kids these days probably think money comes out of mum and dad's phone as they tap it on the machine or the, or the plastic car that they use to pay. Um, but getting kids to understand that money is a currency, what it's used for and what the value of it, I think as early as possible um, is best. And we do that with our kids in giving them pocket money, uh, in involving them in money conversations um, and also involving them in how to transact. Um, so going to a cafe and you're paying for breakfast, kids with you, get them to pay, get them to understand what the whole purpose and what the concept of money is. I think the earlier the better, but five to six, we believe is best when they can start understanding it. Yeah, because we are becoming a cashless society, I guess. You know, when we were younger, you had the money and you had to count the change and there was so much more to it, whereas now it's sort of, yeah, tap and go and it's a little bit more difficult. Yeah, definitely. And I think the, the currency is still going to have a place. I, I think we are becoming more cashless, but we're a long way away from being a completely cashless society, um, much to many people's joy and much to probably some of the um, big institutions discussed that we're a little bit far away from it. But um, kids, kids definitely need to understand that physical side of it. Um, and I've seen even our children in schools, they are making them count coins. They are making them understand change and understand uh, if they pay with a $10 note, what change should they be given? And I think that's fantastic. Um, but we, if we're in the, in the right path of preparing them for life, we, we need to get them to link that, that cash is the same as what's on your phone or what's behind that card. And it's not just a bottomless pit of I'll just take mum and dad's wallet and I'll tap that plastic thing and off we go. So I think the more we can get the kids to, to, to link those together at an early age, the better off they'll be. Yep, 100%. Last thing you want is, you know, all this, these bills being racked up because I think it's just an endless, you know, money tree. <laughs> Indeed. What life lessons will this bring for children who were educated at an earlier age? Oh, I think the first one's just peace of mind. Um, so the the number one concept around money that most adults struggle to grasp is spend less than you earn. So if we can instill that 
at a young age for children, it, it starts at pocket money. If you can get them into the habit of spending less than they earn, understand what they're earning, understand what they should be spending, that's going to set them up uh, as as gold for the future um and also i'm a big believer and get them to understand the benefits and also the pitfalls of compound interest compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world it can be your best friend or your worst enemy um so what i mean by that is uh, if if in the classic example and we all probably did it we wanted that new flash car when we first got our license we went out and got a loan um, you know the twenty five thousand dollar car ended up costing us forty thousand dollars and we didn't realize it till it was too late um so getting our kids to understand that that compound interest can work against you, but also it can it can work for you in, in making money while you sleep by investing that. And if you invest it, it's pretty easy, especially in share markets and, and index funds these days to get a, a basic return of 7 to 8% a year. That doesn't sound like much, but you compound that over 6, 7, 10 years, 20 years, that's a big difference um, in, in your cash balance and your investment balance. So it, there's so many friends and, and colleagues and everything that, that just as soon as they get compound interest, um, they said, why were we taught this earlier? Why is it taking me so long to figure that out? So I think... Getting kids to understand that, um, the earlier they start, the better um, with on their finance journey and they don't have to be gazillionaires, um, but it does give them peace of mind if they're comfortable with, with money. I'm pretty happy for my children to become gazillionaires. That'd be really handy. Yeah, yeah it would be. They can pay off the bill or the invoice yeah, yeah. we're going to give them when they move out. Yeah, yeah, perfect, perfect. <laughs> so how can parents... Because obviously many of us weren't taught about money management when we were younger. We've had to work it out the hard way. So this next generation of parents are definitely trying to do better. So what advice can you give to us about helping our child learn about money management so that they don't make the same mistakes that our forefathers <laughs> did? Correct. Us. Um, I think the first one is um, do a simple budget with them. Like that, going back to that spend less than you earn. Um, doesn't matter at what stage of life you are. It doesn't have to be detailed down to the cent, but just getting all of us, um, especially the kids, to understand what they're spending, um, that it isn't a bottom, bottomless pit. It isn't a bottomless pit, sorry, um, and what they're earning. So I think a simple budget with kids is, is gold. Um, I think making sure that they they get a job or earn an income um, that's put sets them up because you know what it's like spending someone else's money is really easy spending your own money is a lot a lot more difficult so if they can get a job or at least earn an income be that at home helping you helping in parents businesses or your businesses or, or, or going out and working for someone else I think that's that's gold um, set a savings goal so if they want a motorbike if they want a surfboard if they want their first car what that is set that goal and set a realistic savings plan with them that's part of their budget so uh, i think each each week they need to have some money to spend they've got to live they've got to enjoy life life's too short not to have fun um, but set a goal and part of their income goes towards savings uh, for whatever they might want the first car is always a good one um, number four is understanding that compound interest um, so it can be your best friend or your worst enemy as we said um, so get them to understand that early so that they they can make informed decisions they might still want to get that big flash car and get the loan but at least they know what it's going to cost them in the long run uh, and number five I believe we should get our kids starting to invest and starting to put some money away early 
even if it's only a really, really small amount, if they can see their own money growing over the years, if they start at 12 years old, by the time they hit 18, they've got six years of compound interest that's worked for them. If they can see that actually happening with their own money, I think they're going to be more likely to continue that through their adulthood. So where's the best places for them to put their money? I know you can't probably give financial advice, but what are some of the options that kids can do for, um, I guess, to see that compound interest? Yeah, look, obviously, we've got to be careful about the financial advice. So all the disclaimers in the world before this. Um, but I think they've got to understand. I think it's got to be safe. Um, parents have got to make sure that they do their research on it first. Um, the share market is a very good place because it's easily accessed. It's easily transaction. It's an easy transaction for them. Um, index funds are very well known. People like Warren Buffett, like, like Scott Cape paid the barefoot investor they're very very pro index funds because they're low fees and they're steady returns so that can be a really really good place for people to start um that's that's fairly nothing's completely risk-free but it's fairly low risk um in where they're putting their money with consistent returns and that can be as little as what a thousand dollars or something like that that they can put in and have their own because many of us don't realise we can set our children up with that sort of fund. We just think it has, the money just has to go in the bank and it's like a 3% if you're lucky. Um, yeah, yeah, if you're lucky. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. There's little ones, things called ETFs, which is electronically traded funds. Um, they're very, very small investments. Um, index funds are a little bit higher. So you can start with as little as $1,000, as you mentioned. But the key, I believe, is... Just getting the donors and start and making a consistent contribution to that. And if they can make a consistent contribution, they can then see what they've made as a contribution and then also how much it's growing. Initially, that's that growth is going to be tiny, yeah. But as it goes on, um, and there's some fantastic money smart, the ASIC website has a great compound interest calculator um, so we've done that with our kids to say kids if you put x amount in now and we we add 50 dollars a month to it over the next 10 years this is where it's going to be um, and their eyes light up in what they can do with that money so i think that's gold get them involved with it it doesn't have to be huge it's more the concept um, and the practice that you want to instill the habit in them rather than the end result Love it. Really great advice for parents. So there you go. There is other options than just putting it into the bank account for them to learn about their money. So where can we go for more information? Because I know you've written a really great book that everyone should be buying. Yeah, definitely. Shameless plug here. Um, our book, Financially Literate Youth or FLY is an acronym. Um, it's available on all the Booktopia, Amazon, etc. It's also an Audible book on uh, uh, on Audible if you want to download and, and listening is your thing rather than reading. Um, so look, we'd love you to to, to pick up the book. It's designed as a handbook, um, so it's re- to refer back to. Many parents or adults um, have said that they want to read it first so that they're not embarrassed trying to explain it to their kids and they don't understand. Um, so, look, share it with your friends um, as long as you can get the information, but there's plenty of good resources out there. Unfortunately, in the finance industry, there's also plenty of sharks, so you've got to be careful about what you pick up and is it a trusted source. Um, but if you'd like to, like to read our book, Booktopia, Amazon or Audible are probably your three best bets. It's got so many, uh, I mean, I've, I've read the book and it's really practical. There's so many great advice on buying their first car, um, you know, investing, buying first properties, how they can save money on um, interest. And it's basically got every single thing that kids need to know and adults need to know about money. It's really practical, really handy. So all good bookshops, not the bad ones. Go and get it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Bree. Thanks for the opportunity. 
If you're loving the Pack Mag Parenting Podcast, then you'll love our other channels. Follow Pack Mag on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. It's a wrap. What did we learn on today's show? Learned lots on today's show. Around five or six years age is the ideal time that we should be introducing the topic of money in a positive way to our children. So they should be aware what money is and what it's for, where it comes from, what a credit card is, and most importantly, that money doesn't grow on trees and just come out of machines and that you can just use a card and it's endless. Um, Although we are becoming a cashless society, the use of physical money is far from gone. So it is really important uh, that our children know how to count money, what change should be given, and the value of each coin and note. Because the more that we can get our children to understand that physical money and money on a card or phone is the same thing, the better that they're going to understand is that money isn't endless. So the biggest problem today for adults is that we may not have grown up with strong concepts of money uh, and that we spend more than we earn. Uh, So this concept starts at pocket money. If we can teach our children to spend less than they earn, this will set them up for the future. Now, it doesn't matter what age your kids are, you've got to start a budget with them. So get them to understand the benefits of saving, spending less than they earn, and how they can earn their own money as well. Now, remember, if you want any information about the interest funds that Jai mentioned, all links will be in the show notes below, but also grab their book. It's really fantastic. It's called Financially Literate Youth uh, Fly. It's an amazing book. It's really great for adults as well uh, that don't know much about money, but uh, but certainly a must read uh, for children. Uh, as soon as you can get it in front of them and get them to read it and understand the concept in it, uh, they're going to not have money problems in the future, hopefully. And, you know, wouldn't we all like that? Well, we've wrapped up another edition of the PacMag Parents Podcast. Don't forget, all of our episodes can be found at pacmag.com.au slash podcast. Uh, big thank you to Jai for all of his amazing insights today. Go and grab a copy of the book. Um, but uh, big thank you to everyone else who's made the show possible. Until next time, folks, happy parenting. And don't forget to tell everyone you heard it on PacMag. Thanks for listening to today's show. If you want to be an expert guest or you've got a weird, wacky or wonderful product to share, don't be shy. Get in contact with our team at info at pacmag.com.au. This podcast is proudly produced by PacMag. You can listen to more episodes on our website, pacmag.com.au.